listening to Crash Live Podcast. In this episode, Crash of 37 and Johnny Rance talk about the Nintendo Switch problems, Fire of the Dragon remasters, and how Fortnite is making hella money. I hope you enjoy, and don't forget to check us out on YouTube. Yeah, this is the Macho Man going live from Crash Club Gaming. We've Crash Club 37. We're going to be the cream of your podcast all over your face. Oh, yeah. Tell him, Hulk. Let me tell, tell you something, brother. Thing. We're live. <laughs> all right. So we're back, and this is episode number three, Crash Live. Officially episode number three of Crash Live Podcast. I'm Johnny Rance slash reps, and you are? Crash Live 37, the, the, the guy who does everything. Well, pretty much. I just sit here and talk sometimes. And we have a, boy, do we have a show for you today. Do we? We kind of do. I know we have some topics we're going to talk about. So um, let's, let's get into it. What's first? The Switch Update 5.0 kind of ruined it. Uh, if you're using a third-party dock, it'll brick your system. Uh, if you're using a, a USB-C cord that, is, that did not come with the Nintendo Switch, it'll either break your Switch or break your cord. And apparently the e- uh, Ethernet dongles that you plug into the USB um, port... You said dongle. I did say dongle. Uh, will... Like it'll, I think it'll keep the fans running, and just like burn it out. So I wish it would keep our fans running. <laughs> so until it's our fixed, don't do anything. Until it's fixed, fucking lazy motherfuckers. Don't put anything in your switch that didn't come with it, especially your penis. Yes, especially. So is there any word on if Nintendo did this on purpose or if they're gonna fix it? Um. Well, I'm pretty sure they didn't do it on purpose. I don't, I don't know, know about that. Why they want to blow up their own consoles? But, but it's not their own console. It's the, it's the stuff that it's like people using third party equipment. Yeah, I don't think they did it on purpose. The USB C thing is a compliance issue because the one that they they sent with it, it's it's not compliant or something like that. It's it's very uh, complicated and technical, and I don't want to bore you guys. And also, I don't know. So, <laughs> so does does anybody know if uh, Nintendo is going to like cover if if someone like bricks their uh, Switch at doing this? Is Nintendo going to cover that under warranty? Yeah, they do cover it under warranty. Uh, you sure? Even, even if it's out of warranty, yeah, they'll 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 uh, swap it out. Okay. Well, then you should do that. To is yours out of warranty yet? Yes. Yeah. No. So just break it and then get it. No, it's Come on. No, it's one I, year. Is it? I don't want to lose all my data. We'll just back it up somehow. You can't back that back that ass up. You cannot back that ass up. You can't back up data off a switch. Uh. Uh-uh. That's like fucking some PlayStation One type shit. <laughs> even then, you had a memory card. Yeah, we had to buy a, a thing to plug it into your computer somehow. <laughs> Dude, they have those. I know. I think I had no. I had one for. I, I could do that with my Game Boy. My Game Boy Color. I could plug it into the computer and download cheats. Good times. Game Shark. I could never figure out. I could never figure out how to use a Game Shark because I'm retarded. <laughs> Man, I was like the master of Game Shark. I had like. Well, actually, a, I actually have. I had the action, I did have a Game Shark. I actually had Action Replay for DS, but I couldn't figure out how to use it because I'm retarded. Yeah, I used to have a book of uh, Game Shark codes for Pokemon. I would like mod people's stuff for like five bucks. Wow, is that how you were popular in school? Sure. Yeah, that's, that's how you got to know Kevin. That's what makes you popular. I mean, hey I guys, I'll, I'll get you the legendary Pokemon. So you give me five dollars. <laughs> I mean, I I wasn't popular, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> loser. All I mean, right. maybe it was. Moving on. Did you call me a hoser? Did you call me a hoser? I didn't call you a hoser. I called you a loser. So. Switch update. Did Nintendo say they're going to fix the problem yet? I think one of the problems has been fixed in the in the 5.01, but not everything has been fixed yet. So they're they're probably working on it. Right. So if you don't have a Switch, what he's saying is don't buy one, buy a PS4 instead. Um, actually, I wouldn't. If I didn't have a PS, if I did not have a PS4, I probably wouldn't buy one. You wouldn't buy a PS4? Nah, man. Wow. 
Wow. All right. So hold on. Why? But why? I need to find out. Why what? Why wouldn't you buy a PS4 if you didn't have one? Because honestly, after playing the Xbox One X, uh, it's a lot nicer. I've been sweet. But the PS4 has the better games. And it always has a bigger and better community for like every multi-platform because it has a much bigger, you know, like many more people bought it. No, yeah, I agree with that. Like more people bought it, but I mean that that doesn't matter in the big scheme of things usually. Do, and do you even have a 4K TV? Yeah, right there. Oh, and well, maybe I'll, I'll be getting one of those. And also, I don't have a single PS4 exclusive game. I'm pretty sure you, that. you got you got you got Bloodborne. You downloaded off the PS for free this month. Yeah, yeah. I I have not paid for a PS4 exclusive game. Wait. What about the Crash Bandicoot collection? I'm gonna buy it on Switch. Uh, why? Because fuck you. It's gonna, look, it's gonna look worse. Doesn't matter. You can play it outside on the toilet. Oh, okay. I, and that's exactly why you were gonna do it. That's what you're gonna <laughs> say. Dude, I should just uh, just break out the Vita. Speak, I think, I think yeah. if you have a dude, I think if you have a Vita, you can play the Crash Bandicoot collection like through like uh, what, what do they call it? The sh- not the uh, um, not share play. I I think it is share play, isn't it? No, it's 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 called like uh, I don't know, but whatever it is, where you can play games on your system on the go on the P- on the Vita. Yeah, but then so, you would have to buy a Vita. I know, and the Vita has that. some cool. Exactly, the Vita has some cool ideas, but it's just like nobody cares. Exactly. <laughs> and so, actually, that was the thing way back when with PSP and PS3, you could actually play PS3 games on your PSP when you were like, if you had an internet connection. Are you sure? Yeah. Like, have you done it? Yeah. And My internet was really bad back then, so it was terrible. <laughs> like, I, I can't imagine a PSP having PS3 on it. Well, I think it was only like certain. You couldn't play like every game. You could only play certain games, like ones and that were you, ported to the PSP. No, it was it was either like you could play PSP games you had saved on your PS3, and I think you could also there were certain PS3 games that you could play, but they had to be like the developer had to like do that like include it's not like you couldn't do it with everyone yeah right at least because i think they button mapping yeah they, they they basically had to like yeah they basically had to do that i believe that's what it was Sounds about but right. we're getting way off topic now we're getting yeah. way off topic now. so speaking of the crash bandicoot trilogy recently announced was the spyro the dragon remaster trilogy it's called spyro reignited trilogy i believe it is it's uh it looks like it's going to be an exclusive for the playstation 4 for half a year to a year and then it's going to come out on xbox one and also the switch but that hasn't been confirmed yet but that's just what we're assuming because it's happened with crash bandicoot uh no actually nintendo uk had leaked their um the the on their storefront they would buy it but it's not but it's not confirmed and we don't deal in rumors here that, that, that's all we deal with i know <laughs> also i want to say a couple things i was really hoping that the yeah, crash bandicoot trip yeah, that's not good. I was really hoping the Crash Bandicoot trilogy was them testing the waters for a new Crash Bandicoot game, but it really seems like in actuality it was them just testing the waters for more remasters. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, you like these old games, we'll give you more old games. Not like, hey, you like these old games, let's give you a new version of the old game. No, that's too much work. They probably figured, like, I mean, as much work as it is remastering the game from the ground up, it's probably less work than making a new game. Yeah, because you don't have to think of anything new. Exactly, and you don't you don't have you just copy and upscale and everything. Yeah, it's like let me borrow your homework, just copy it or change it a little bit so you don't get in trouble. 
Yeah, but nowadays you don't even need to fucking write it. You just copy and paste. Copy, paste, and hit uh, upgrade to 4K <laughs> graphics. That's not exactly how it works, but close <laughs> enough. But what I'm really concerned, caring about, like, uh, is this is Spyro is the Spyro trilogy going to have? Is it still going to have Stuart Copeland music? It's a good question. I really hope so, because one of my favorite things about the original Spyro games and many of the fans of the Spyro games, I know that doesn't include you because you said you played like 10 minutes of the first one, mm-hmm. but uh, it, the, everybody loved the soundtrack because it was uh, really, at the time, video games with like well-composed soundtracks, because shit like, mm-hmm. we're st- like back in 1998, I think when the first Spyro game came out, we were still like barely out of the days of like 8-bit chiptune shit, right? Uh, so like, yeah. so like, I mean, like, having a game with well-composed music was kind of like a rarity back then. Yeah. Especially, like, a, a, a platformer, like, for, made for kids, basically. That it was actually, like, it had music written by the freaking drummer from the police. <laughs> like, that just yeah. sounds ridiculous. That it actually good, was a bit of... Some good songs on there. Um, Roxanne, Don't Stand So Close to Me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and you know what's even funnier is, like, there ha- you know there was definitely someone who worked at Insomniac who was, like, a huge police fan, and he was, like, they got some money from Sony, and they're just like, yeah, let's hire. It's like if you, if you got to make your own video game and you just decided to hire, like, fucking Billy Joe Armstrong to, to make your soundtrack with you, right? Yeah. Just be- just because you could. Yeah. Sounds about right. Well, I mean, does did he compose anything for any other games? I don't know. I actually don't think so. I don't think he did. I know that was the first, I'm pretty sure that was the first game he composed for. And I actually don't know of anything else he composed for besides the first three Spyros. Just like, uh, it's funny because later on they got, <laughs> this is kind of unrelated, but Naughty Dog got, uh, wh- whoever the guy from the perfect, a perfect circle is, they got him to compose the soundtrack for the Jack racing game. Oh, <laughs> so, really? in, two, in like 2005. Yeah. And that was also had a really game, had a really good soundtrack. Like why would they get why would they get someone from an actual band to to make the music for a spin-off game? Be, I don't know, man. They just probably were like, hey man, we have money and we like these we like this band, so let's I mean, if you could, wouldn't you do it? I guess so. If you were designing a game. And you would also hire uh what's his name? Peter Peter Dinklage to voice every Peter character. Dinklage. Yes, I <laughs> yeah. would. Every character with the same voice, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> he could do many voices. All right. He only has one so, voice. So, uh, <laughs> you're right. He, in every show, in every, uh, everything. everything he's in, yeah. Uh, every show slash movie slash video game. So, uh, yeah, after, what else do, so we're Spyro Trilogy. What, what's our release date? September, right? Um, I haven't seen a release date yet. I'm, I'm 90% sure they said, they said September is what it's releasing. Yeah, because it was like just, I mean, actually it was, at first it was leaked and then it was announced. Yeah, but it's it's September. I'm 99. Let's just let's just do a quick check right now. Check on that release date. What, yeah. else, what else is in September? Uh, Spider Man come out in September, I think. I think. Uh, okay. Yeah, it just got announced like two days ago. Oh, it's it's actually has an exact release date. It's September oh. 21st. There we go. So yeah, it's September 21st. And if you want to pre-order, why would you ever pre-order <laughs> anything? It's what sells out anymore. I know. And even, like, and even if it does, you'll have it in, like, a day. Yeah, unless it's, like, a special edition where you want to get, like, the collector's, like, soundtrack and whatever little no. shit comes in. Even, the, even then, you can still get it. Unless it's, like, a special edition that they do, like, an, a limited number of pre-orders and you want, really want to get, like, the ones... If you really are, like, a huge fan of that game and you just want to get... Or you just got a shit ton of money to blow. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what special editions are. They have a set number of them. 
who the fuck is gonna buy like i'm gonna buy this this uh halo special edition to get a master chief helmet <laughs> remember that <laughs> and it's like you, dude, can't, honest... you couldn't even fit your hand inside <laughs> yes dude if i could have fit my head in it i would have bought it <laughs> even though i didn't have an xbox <laughs> yeah just buy the helmet and sell the game make like a negative 200 dollars profit Exactly. It was like, wasn't it like $350? Yeah, it was real expensive. <laughs> so what's our, um, so Spyro, buy it. I would buy it. I'm pro- I, I'm a sucker for remasters. Oh, you hear, uh, I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but there's also a rumor that they're remastering the Jack trilogy again, including the Jack spinoff, the racing game, Jack X, uh, for PS4. I mean, it sounds plausible now that we've had Crash Bandicoot and um, Spyro. But I don't understand because they remastered the Jack, the, the Jack One, Two, and Three for PS3. And by the way, if you, I would recommend buying that because that's an awesome game series and an awesome deal for the three of them because you can probably get it for like ten bucks now. But uh, they remastered for PS3 like probably eight years ago, and now they're going to remaster it again for PS4. Well, they did it with um, Shadow of the Colossus and Okami. So yeah, I guess. Yeah, people, I'm I'm still a sucker for remasters because you know, like I'm not. I, I'm not interested too much in a lot of the games that come out nowadays. Buy the same game eight times. Hey, I've only bought the same game like four times. <laughs> and speaking of Spyro, one final note before we move on. When I bought my first Spyro game, which was Spyro 1, I bought it used from GameStop, and it turned out it was just a demo disc for Spyro 1, and they wouldn't let me return <laughs> it. <laughs> Is that your first game you ever bought? No, the but it was disc. actually one of it was actually one of the first, but it wasn't the first. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I remember I bought that, I bought that and Resident Evil Two at the same time. That's not a bad. Combo. Very similar, very similar games. Yeah, same number graphic. Right. So, uh, Spyro's for all ages. Ages. It says ages. Ages six and up. end up. Oh, it's six and up. Oh, six and up. Six and up. <laughs> even more inclusive. Right. That's what we're all about here. Crash Live Gaming, all inclusive gaming. So, Crash Live Podcast. So, moving on. Uh, by Spyro. What else is next? What's what's next in our news stories? All right, so next, uh, Fortnite's making like a lot of money. Hold up, hold up. So we have a lot of things to talk about with Fortnite because there's a lot going on. Um, so first thing, this is actually an old story, and I, I've heard multiple sources do this. But in February, Fortnite made 120 million dollars in February. That's a lot of money. But like, that's more in one month than almost any game makes at all. Like total, <laughs> like. Come on. Like, why is Fortnite so popular? There's only one map. <laughs> I don't know. I can't explain it. Like, and it's a first, like, and the other thing is, like, people are buying all this cosmetic stuff, and it's, it's an original IP, so it's like the first game in the series, so there's no, like, recognizable characters or anything. Right. Um, I think... So it's all just new shit. I think uh, it comes down to the streaming culture, because everybody, everybody, literally everybody who plays the game streams... And they want their characters to be different than everybody else doing it. So buying the cosmetics, they get like the best outfit or whatever, and only like you know half of them have it. That's what these kids are doing these days. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. But 120 million, like uh, I think it's only ten, it's ten bucks or so for the battle pass. I think right. I think so. It turns out that, but there's seriously skins in the game that like if you equate it to real dollars, it's like twenty dollars for a skin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People will buy buy stuff and fake and stuff. selling V selling V bucks is apparently a thing online. Like people actually sell V bucks, which is cray cray, but it's it is true. That's like uh, pres- like all the weapons from uh, 
Counter Strike a few years ago, people were selling those and whatever. Exactly. Yeah, people were betting on used to bet those skins basically. But yeah, it also says in addition they made 1.5 million in the first week on the <laughs> iOS port. Yeah, it's pretty still still pretty crazy. People just cannot stop spending money on fake stuff. I'm telling you, the reason why Fortnite, I kind of know why it's popular is because it it appeals to like young kids, and it's not like violent looking, so their parents don't care <laughs> if they play it. Yeah. And it's also it's also really uh, accessible because it's free, and it's kind of almost like a, a a mobile game. You know what I mean? And the fact that it's like really quick to like get in a game, and it's just yeah. like it's just like it's it's like a popcorn game. You know what I mean? It's 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 addictive. It's like you want to play like you want to fucking play, even though you know your chances of winning are one in a hundred. <laughs> you still want to yeah, play. Literally, you still want to you still want to think you're gonna win the next game. Yeah, um, but like this type of DLC, I actually approve of. And I agree with it. Like that, that should be what DLC is, like your transactions, mm-hmm. stuff that doesn't affect the gameplay at all, just like what you're looking at, I guess. Yeah, I, I agree. Like it doesn't sure. give anybody a, an unfair advantage or anything. You're not paying to win; you're just paying to look different. And good for Fortnite. I mean, I'm sure the developers weren't expecting the game to be this big, so I hope they, uh, I hope they get to retire happy. Yeah, when they started the game as a as like a survival mode, tower like, defense shit. Have you ever played the actual game? No, have you? Uh, yeah, so what you do is like you just run around gathering materials, just farming materials um, throughout the entire thing, and then you go into horde mode where you have to like defend a tower or a base against zombies. So it's like basically it. like it's, so it's basically like shitty No Man's Sky <laughs> combined with like Call of Duty zombies. I I guess I haven't played No Man's Sky. But I mean, I guess oh, it's all you do in no all you do in No Man's Sky is like farm materials. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, like you run around like you know chopping trees and like whatever, breaking rocks. Speaking of chopping trees and breaking rocks, because those are very important for the next thing I want to talk to you about in Fortnite, <laughs> and that is uh, the vending machines. Have you have you played Fortnite in the last like couple of days? I have not. So there was another update in uh, uh, Fortnite, and they added vending machines. Do you have you heard about this? Uh huh. Well, they do. So basically what it is, they appear, I'm not sure if they're randomized or if they're set locations, but the vending machines have like a rarity. So you can trade crafting material or whatever they call them. What are they, is that what they call them? Crafting material? Uh, yeah. Whatever, like, like items like wood, brick stuff, you know, wood, brick or metal. You can trade them for weapons from the vendor. And like the vendor has, it goes through like three different slots. Like you can trade this, like it has a wood, like you trade a hundred wood for this. You can trade a hundred metal for this, a hundred uh, rock for this. But like, I found a couple of them, and there's nothing good in them. It's like you have you can trade like four hundred, like like four hundred wood for a hand cannon. Like it's a terrible deal. Like it's like a hundred, you a hundred metal for like five bandages. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's like shit. Like you could just run around and, fi- and find material, like better weapons. Right. I mean, I yeah. guess it's something else you could do in the game because like they're un- they're un- unbreakable though. Oh, they're not breakable. But when yeah. you chop them, it, it just because it switches between what you can buy from them. Like there's uh, like each, you know, what type, what type of uh, thing, uh-huh. like whether it's wood, uh, stone, or or wood, stone, or metal. But each uh, item type has the same item. Like the vending machine only has three items, right? Uh-huh. But it ha- you have to wait for it to cycle, or you can chop it to get it to cycle quicker. Oh, uh, okay. 
so it's dumb. It's not like it has like it just keeps giving you random items. If it did that, it would actually probably be decent. Or if it actually gave decent items, but like so you can get a common machine gun for like two hundred metal. It's pointless. It's like, right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they just for something else to be like in the game besides just uh, like farming and running and looking for stuff and then dying. Yeah, but there are some. They have made some good things like adding the new weapons and the items and the the uh, traps, different traps and stuff. But uh, yeah, so let's talk about the uh... what? Hold up. That 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 that. No. Okay. Right. Right. So say, the save the world mode. Oh, which yeah. is the actual original game. Yeah, the actual they're coming game. out with a new, Yeah, they're coming out with a new update. Uh they're actually coming out with a new map for that. So I don't know how many maps are available on Save the World. There's only one on Battle Royal, which is funny because Battle Royal is the mode everybody plays. Right. Save the World has like 1% of the player base cuz you have to pay for it. And I mean it's not that fun. Yeah. I mean, just getting in there and chopping some people <laughs> like uh chopping randos is more fun than chopping NPCs. Yeah. So they're coming out with a new map. It's supposed to be desert themed. You can read all about it on their website. They go to Epic's website. I don't really care because I don't play that mode and neither do you. So I'm like, assuming if you're watching this. They're kind of you know, like straight from PUBG then, huh? Like grassy area, desert. Well, I don't know because that's not in the actual like, game, right? right? It's it's not in the Battle Royal. It's in the, the other one. For now. Hey, so. th- they're probably actually testing Dude, it for that. Have, have you played PUBG? Yeah. It's so glitchy. Yeah, it is. And slow, and there's apparently there's cheaters all over the place. That's the other reason why Fortnite is, because PUBG, that's the other thing, is PUBG, like, roped in a lot of people, and then Fortnite kind of capitalized on it by doing it better than them. Right. (laughs) And then they also got all the casuals at the same time. Yeah, I think that's what, like, have you ever seen, like, an argument between, like, PUBG players and Fortnite players? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Like, it is the most idiotic, dumbest shit I've ever seen on the internet. And like, um, like if you're watching this do, and you are do, one of those you, people, do you, wait, wait, wait. do you remember the console wars in the PlayStation Three, Nintendo Wii, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty generation? <laughs> nah, I kind of, I kind of didn't go around stuff then. Okay, well, until you look at forums posts from back then, <laughs> you should probably not say that. That's the dumbest thing online. No, because like, like the one thing that the uh, the PUBG people usually bring up is that Fortnite looks cartoony, and it's like, who, who, the fuck who cares? cares what it looks like? Yeah. You know what else looks cartoony? Like the most popular video game character of all time, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, you know, the Fortnite people bring up like, oh, PUBG's so glitchy. And they're like, well, you're playing on a console, play it on a good PC. And it's like, well, I don't want to spend like $8,000 for a good PC just to play a fucking game. I can play what, another one for free, you know? Mm-hmm. On literally anything. Yeah. Any- oh, my dick. I can play it on iOS. Yeah. Dude, PUBG, they're just pissed because they're just butthurt that PUBG did it better. No, PUBG didn't do it better. <laughs> Fortnite did it better. <laughs> I was like, what? You, you know what I'm saying. Sure. If, if you know what I'm saying. So about the vending machines, they're tiered, obviously. they're Just to go over that one more time, there's common, uncommon, rare, epic, and legendary. Just like, And it gives you an item or weapon in that you know, tier. And it's, you know, it goes up. It starts at 100 materials, 200 materials, 300, 400, 500. Right. And et cetera. But... The vending machine locations, there's actually a map if you go to, it's actually on the sun.uk. And uh, I guess they're fixed locations. They're, it's not random, it's, it's fixed locations. Yeah, but I guess a few what, things being fixed lately. Yeah, but actually, the, I think the rarity is of the vending machine is random, but the location uh, they're fixed. I found one, 
I think it was in or near Moisty Mire, and I found one on a hill somewhere. I think it was near Haunted Hills somewhere. Yeah, I'm looking at the map. I think it looks like there's one there. Yeah. There's one. There's a ton of them. Look, I'm counting. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, twenty. There's probably at least forty. It looks thirty or forty. It looks like. That's a lot. I know. I figured it'd be like like one like per, I don't know, like eighth of the map or something. But that's a lot. It looks like 30 to 40, somewhere in that range, right. uh, without counting specifically. And I don't know if they're f always there or if only some of them show up sometimes. I don't know. We might find out when we stream that game. So enough about vending machines. Let's talk about guided missiles. That oh, is yeah. another thing in Fortnite. You heard about this, right? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Okay. So there's some freaky things that's been going on with these guided missiles. First of all, I don't know if you've seen on Instagram and or YouTube and or you know any social media, people riding missiles. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's from, like, back in the day. They used to do that. What do you mean? Like, from the from the regular missile launcher that came with the game, like, you know, came out originally with the game. Like, people would do that, just, like, hop on and ride across the map. Isn't that the Rocket, the RPG? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. How could they hop on it? I don't know. I've seen it. That's weird. Well, anyway, with the guided missile, you can fire the guided missile, then curve it back around on your character and, like, push your character with oh, the guided okay. missile. Like, do it on your own. Okay. Yeah, but then you can also aim where it is. And I saw people like getting out of the storm doing that. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, because it moves faster than you can run. The only thing is it's on a timer and it eventually explodes. Right. But I'm not sure if it... I don't think it damages you. So I was I actually picked one up in a match, and it was it was pretty weird to you. But the thing is, uh, another guy actually had one too. So we were just like... It's it's really weird. We were like shooting at each other, but we weren't actually like moving. We we're just trying to hit the other guy's like non-moving thing while the other guy was guiding right, the missile. Yeah. It was weird. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's like, it's cool, but people on the forums seem to think that they're really broken. I mean, it is kind of, especially like late game. Uh, actually, I don't know. Late game, they could be you. They could leave you really open just because you can't move when you're guiding it. Yeah, but if you if you hold up really good and then just like fired it out while two people were going at it, blow up someone's little power yeah it moves pretty slow too yeah but it's yeah. good when not like directly uh in front of your enemy yeah if you're hiding if they if your enemy doesn't know where you are and you know where have an idea where they right. are mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's what i'm saying so guided missiles i don't know we should play we, uh, have you you haven't gotten one yet have you no i haven't gotten one all right so next up in fortnite we got to talk about uh so there's a comet. Have Com you heard about the comet? I have not. Yeah. So there's a comet in the sky, apparently, in Fortnite. And it's been getting closer, but nobody knows why. Huh. Yeah. So they're saying it, uh, it's, it's supposedly going to be when John Boyega arrives. John but, Boyega arrives? <laughs> yeah. All right. That's not what it is. It'll be when they, when they actually do another update for Battlefront, which is never... Fortnite gets updated like every week. Battlefront hasn't had an update in like four months. I haven't played Battlefront in like four months, so. I played it like last week just because Jay Dogger wanted to play, and that was it. <laughs> My number one fan, Jay Dogger. Yeah. But, uh. Thanks for watching the, thanks for watching the podcast, by the way, bro. <laughs> yeah, so the, the comment, I guess, like, that'll be like an event or something, or maybe like a map, yeah. Maybe that's when the new map will come out. Or maybe. They'll add, like, alien weapons to the game or something. Everybody's saying it might hit tilted tires and blow it up. Oh, yeah. I heard about that, too. So you did hear about the comet. Man, I heard about it, and then I forgot about it, honestly. Yeah. 
I hope it gets rid of Tilted Towers. Fuck that place. It's not that bad, like, if you find, like, like the one tower has, like, four chests in it, and if no one else is in there, you're good. Like, hang out until... But there's always dies. going to be someone else in there. True. And he here's the other thing about the last update. They increased uh, first shot accuracy, so your first shot is 100% accurate 100% of the time. Ah. If, you're, if you're not moving. <laughs> oh, if you're not moving? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I guess that helps with uh, snipers, because they're, like, super inaccurate. Right. That's good. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's true. So last thing about Fortnite is, have you heard about the dance-off? I have not heard about it in a dance-off. The, the pants-off dance-off. You and me, bro. Dance-off <laughs> right now. What's up with that Fortnite dance-off? Uh, first of all, the boogie bomb is back in the game. That's another thing. From the new update, they right. brought back the boogie bomb. Mm -hmm. And I actually killed someone with the boogie bomb yesterday. It was really, really satisfying. Yeah. And then... That earlier in that day, I had two boogie bombs, but I got myself caught in both of them and then died. Like, I can't stop dancing. <laughs> Dude, why are you getting shot? Dude, they stole that idea from Crash, or not Crash, uh, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank had the fucking Groovytron, which did the exact same thing. It made the enemies dance and they couldn't attack you. It was like the best smoke grenade type weapon ever, and then they fucking stole it. Yeah, I'm sure it was in a lot of things. Never. Ratchet and Clank invented it, I'm telling you. It, it proved me wrong. Proved me wrong. I, I, I've never played Ratchet and Clank, so it never happened. Yeah, okay. It was in the 2007 one. So, basically, uh, the developers of Fortnite want you to... Uh, they're calling it hashtag boogie down, and they want you to dance and send them a video, and then if, there's going to be 100 winners, but the first place is going to have their dance turned into a mode oh, of the gotcha. game. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure if they announced what the prizes are, but I actually recorded a couple submissions myself, but I didn't submit them yet. <laughs> should, I, should I play them off my phone and show you? Uh, no, it's going to be really terrible quality. Uh, but I mean, really? that, that, that makes sense. Um, it's, a, it's a good way to draw in more attention to the game. Uh, since they already have Donald Faison's dance from uh, Scrubs. <laughs> that was the first dance in the game. I know. The, the poison dance. Let me just say... Let me, yes. Let me just say, bring the game more attention. I don't think it's possible for the game to get any more attention than it already has. Everybody's well, talking about it. It's all streamers. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's more, you know, fan um, participation. Instead of just playing the yeah. game, they're giving you a chance to, like, you know, be part of the game. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Chris Houlihan. Yeah. There's, there's also uh, so apparently this was just announced seven hours ago. This is the last piece of Fortnite news. Uh, so the ninja, you know, ninja. Uh, part of him. He's like the streamer that everybody talks about. Apparently, I don't know. Yeah. But he's there's gonna be a uh, wow. This guy looks. I'm not gonna say anything. So, so April, uh, there's gonna be an event in Las Vegas. It's gonna have a fifty thousand dollar prize. And it's a Fortnite content competition. Okay. So that's and it's seventy five bucks to enter. Seventy five to enter. What was the price? Oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. So here's here's our, it's fifty thousand dollars total on the line. Each game will be worth five thousand, with twenty five hundred yeah. going to the winner and another twenty five hundred bounty awarded to anyone that eliminates Ninja from the game. Huh. If Ninja wins the game, the bounty carries over to the next match. Ninja Ever the Philanthropist will donate all of his winnings to charity. And it says to purchase a ticket to the event, fans must pay seventy five dollars. Is that like to watch Wait. or to enter? That sounds like it's to watch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> Who the fuck would pay $75 to watch Fortnite? 
I know. Like, watch people who play right, it online on, for free, but you pay you know money to watch them play. That could get you, you know how many skins that could get you in-game? Like, three. <laughs> <laughs> three parts of skins. Three parts of skins. Three skin parts. Enough about Fortnite. Three skin parts. Enough about Fortnite. What's next? Uh, I think that's all the, the topics we have. No, we still have one more thing to do, though. Yes, we do. Which is... Boop, boop, boop. Review roulette. I don't have a roulette sound, so that was the best I could do. We should, uh, we should come up with a theme song for that. So our games today, last time we had, we talked about, so if review roulette, we basically take a bunch of games, we throw them on a roulette wheel, an imaginary roulette wheel that will someday be real once we get the funds. And we spin the wheel and then we select, we take the game and we go look at reviews and laugh at them. So... That is what we are doing today, and let me let's go through the games that we have on the roulette wheel today. We yep. only have ten, even though a regular roulette wheel has twenty-two spaces. So what's on the wheel? What's on the wheel? We have Haze, we have Crash Bandicoot, the original. We have Guitar Hero, Aerosmith, Banjo Kazooie, Def Jam, Def Jam, Def Jam Vendetta, Jeff Jam, <laughs> Legend of Zelda: Wand of Gamelon, Twilight: Seen It for the Wii, Big Big Rigs Over the Road Racing. I can't even get through the list without laughing. Dragon Ball Z Tenketsu and Killzone Liberation. So let us roll. Boop 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 boop. I got to refresh my random number generator. Hold on, English. And we got number 10, which is Killzone Liberation. Probably the worst on the list in terms of interesting. So now we're going to go to Metacritic. So are, not, are, you going, are you going with me? Yeah, I've never played uh, any Killzone besides that one that we played last time. Right, that you hated. So let me just say, let me just say Killzone Liberation, I played Killzone. One of the rules for this uh, review roulette is one of us have to have played at least one of us has to have played the game if it goes on the list. Yep. So I have played Kills of Liberation. I have to say, I know many people enjoy the game, but I thought it was fucking terrible. And when I say yeah. many people, I mean they're, they're at six. I'm only seeing six uh, the one negative review. Right. So now we got to roast all these positive reviewers for, who for some reason think this game is good. So I, I got to be honest with you, as a, as a somewhat fan of Killzone, uh, I've, I, I can, uh, can kind of say that I can understand that Killzone games really aren't that great. <laughs> like, they're kind of bad. Most of them are kind of bad. Right. This being no exception. So here's what we're going to talk about. Usually the, the user reviews are, are good to go into. So we, usually it's good to look at the highest rank and the lowest rank review, right? Or something in that range. So let's take a look at our critic reviews for this game. So the highest rank review for this game is a 95 from some place called Deco. And we're going to warn you because last time when we did Review Roulette, the game's... The game was it came out in 2003. This game isn't much newer. It came out in 2006. So most of the, the review links did not actually work. So <laughs> this is from a website called... Go ahead. What console was this for? It was for the PSP. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So that was one of my problems. It was a top-down third-person shooter. Okay. Well, I mean, at least they didn't try to just, like, like port the FPS over to it or third-person shooter, whatever it was. Eh, it was, a, it was an FPS. So it says, without of a shadow of a doubt, one of the most highly highly polished and bragworthy games that the PSP has. Sadly, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, it, had, it had Yu-Gi-Oh! Tag Team, or was it Tag Force? Yeah, but that appeals to a small niche. But it came with Dark Bribe. A good game. Yes. The only reason to buy it. It's the 30th best PSP game of 2006. I didn't, there were only 31 PSP games released in 2006. <laughs> no, there are probably, probably hundreds. 
Liberation is a perfect example of just how powerful the PSP is and a great way to, okay, the PSP has the power of a Nintendo 64 roughly. <laughs> it's very powerful in 2006. Actually, I think it's a little better than, it's, it's probably, it's somewhere between a PS1 and a PS2 to be honest, it would be unfair. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's around a PS2-ish. Maybe a little bit lower. It's weaker than a PS2, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so let's, let's look at some of the negative reviews. We'll go down to- The negative review? There's only one negative review. Oh, let's look at Yahoo. First of all, most, most of these reviews don't work. Yahoo says Killzone isn't able to fulfill its own potential in the end. More variety in the gameplay would make this killer like, the killer app it's ready to become. Do you remember in 2006 when everybody was saying killer app? Yes, I do. <laughs> like, why was that a thing? I, I don't know. Like, oh, this game's going to be the killer app. It's like... And it was, it was almost always talking about a Sony console because they realized <laughs> that no Sony console had good games in 2006. <laughs> True. And then they're like, killer app. Okay, here comes the killer app. Like, and by the time the killer, by the time the killer app came out, no, no one cared. Yeah, like, here it comes killer PS- app. It's knack. <laughs> People, <laughs> it was PS4. <laughs> yeah, no, no good games uh, came out for any PlayStation uh, until Knack came out for the PS4. Hold on, Killzone has considerable depth that really manages to please. I really want to know what the depth of this game is because it's basically just a top-down shooter where you shoot shit, okay, and you pick up guns. That's it. There's no, there's no depth to the game. I don't even think you get like armor or anything. There's, there's almost zero depth to the game. So I, want, I wonder what games this guy thinks has less depth than this. What Pong? <laughs> it was like a top, top right. down third person shooter. So it was like um, like what like zombies ate my neighbors or uh, what was that? What was that one game? Uh, street, street Street Fighter Streets of Rage. No, not Streets of Rage. Grand Theft Auto. Oh, uh, <laughs> Smash TV. That was actually pretty good. Speaking of Smash TV, Crash TV, Crash Love Gaming, subscribe to us. You see what I did there? I yeah, that was a good promo. Oh, shit. Uh, my stream just went off. Okay. So, uh, here's, here's one from Electronic Gaming Monthly, and there's also one from 1UP. And actually, 1UP bought Electronic Gaming Monthly because I actually used to be subscribed to Electronic Gaming Monthly. Yeah, I think I used to buy them from the market. From the market. Yeah. Electronic Gaming Monthly says, and it gave it a 57 out of 100. It says, running from cover to cover, you'll need to master the art of popping out just at the right time to blow away the enemy. Liberation seems unsure about what it wants to do. Falling into a repeating loop of key hunts, escort missions, and increasingly impossible battles. Bummer. That sounds like the, pretty much every Killzone game, <laughs> to be honest. Key, key hunts and es- escort missions are the best. Yeah. And and the increasingly impossible battles is also that's that's the thing about uh, I lost my train of thought. Let's go on to the next review. <laughs> Instead of creating this is from one up and it's right below it. It actually is a fifty, so you gave it a two and a half stars out of five. Instead of creating a wide array of situations, the developer team devi- relied on key card hunts, escort missions, and surprisingly pointless vehicle piloting sections. <laughs> Yeah, so one of the, all none of these reviews are actually working. The links to them, so they're to, they're totally right on this. By the way, like the game, like not good. I, think, I mean, I don't know why. Like when I bought this, the reason why when I bought this game because I had played Killzone One, and I heard this game was so good, and people were like, "Oh yeah, Killzone One." Like Killzone One was, it had a ton of glitches, but it was kind of a fun game. So people were saying, "Oh man, this is way better than Killzone One." And I got it, and I was like, "This game fucking sucks." I think I gave it to Jason or something. Seriously, that's how much it sucked. Like I gave him my American Choppers for PS2. <laughs> yes. 
Right, so basically, like, right, right. So let us know in the comments. Demo, no, let us know in the comments. What, what was a better game, American Chopper or uh, Kills and Liberation? And speaking of which, I think that's the game we're going to replace Kills and Liberation with on this. <laughs> yes. We're going to replace it. We're going to replace it with American Choppers for the PS2. Yeah, wasn't it? Okay. Uh, All right, so let. Yeah, I don't know. So let's go down to the lat the most negative critics view. It's from G4 TV, and it says gameplay as a whole is woefully unbalanced, leading to death after death for no good reason. Again, that sounds like every Killzone game. And it says each time you will question your desire to persevere, it's a losing battle. That sounds a lot like the, that time you were streaming that one on PS4. Killzone? Yeah. Oh, 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 right, right, right. I actually streamed the whole campaign of that game, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it for uh, less than $10, and I took it back. I didn't want. To, I didn't want to keep the knowledge that I, I spent ten dollars in that game. Why would you, like, dude? It was. It wasn't that bad. It was. It, yeah, it was. Dude, the game had plenty of lens flare. <laughs> That's the most. Ten dollars worth of character. lens flare. <laughs> Sounds like a JJ Abrams Star Trek movie. <laughs> Let's move on to the user reviews. Are Are you looking at them? Uh yeah. So we're going on to our user reviews. So this is ten out of ten. Quite addicting, but it's not all easy to get into. Yes, if you love the original Killzone, chances are you will love this game. No fucking way, because I like the first Killzone, and I didn't like this game at all. And that's where that's where I was going on the other one. Uh, I, when I bought this game, I was very I was disappointed. First of all, I knew it was third person, but top down third person. It just the gameplay was just so lame, and you know, it's what the hell was that? <laughs> so it was kind of like um, the the Game Boy version of Metal Gear Solid. Yes, exactly. I was trying to think of a good like fucking yeah, way. That's what I was thinking. I was, think I was trying to think of that, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I'm wearing a fucking Metal Gear Solid shirt. I can't. Why can't I think of it?" I was trying. I'm trying to think of a good analogy. That's perfect. It's basically like yeah. the Game Boy version of Metal Gear Solid, except the original game was not as good as Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> I don't think the, um, the portable version was oh. either. Hold on. This one is by Casra R, and it says, "This is by far all caps the best PSP game I've ever." He spelled EVA played. When my friend bought it for me on my B day, I was rather R A T H A thinking it would W U D. Okay, I can't do this anymore. Would <laughs> I be was another uh, average shooter. Number four. <laughs> Number four, the PSP. Where, although the superb graphics and gameplay were really stunning, the incredibly short campaign and no online play let me down. Then when I heard that there was a multiplayer patch out for this game. Oh yeah, that's right. Where? So that's the one thing I will say about this game that was awesome is they actually patched multiplayer into it. It didn't originally come with multiplayer, but they released a patch for multiplayer. But the game sucked, so it was it was pointless. Yeah, it's like it's like play with your friends. It's like I don't want to do that to them. Plus, okay, I don't know if any if any of you have ever tried playing any game multiplayer on a PSP online, but like. The, the like playing through Wi-Fi, you have to play through Wi-Fi, right? Like I don't even know if there was a way to actually connect the PSP to a fucking Ethernet cable or something. I don't think there was. But, I don't know of. Well, I mean, I mean uh, unless there was like unless you do like a Ethernet to uh, USB. But, but I don't I, even think you could do yeah, an online I, I USB connection. So the PSP's Wi-Fi was laggy as shit, and combine that with the fact that like you know the, the servers were probably not good. Any game I ever tried to play on PSP online was so laggy; it was basically unplayable. Yeah, I don't think I've ever played a PSP game online. I have played um, local multiplayer, like okay. over that connection, but never it's not like, that actual Wi-Fi. The local, yeah. the local, 
the local was okay, but online it was so bad it was basically unplayable. Yeah. Anyway, this review just has a bunch of bad, uh, bad grammar bad and game. just very gushing. He's very, very gushing about the game for some reason. Nick B says this is an average game with a top-down perspective. One might equate it to a glorified Contra. That's another good, uh, except for it's not glorified. That's another good analogy. And I went in Contra's side scrolling most of the time. Yeah. So what the fuck is up, Nick B? What are you talking about? <laughs> I went into this game with high expectations. Why? The first kill zone really wasn't very good. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess maybe he's like me where he heard and saw the good reviews. Yeah, that's what he says. He said he was disappointed with the aiming issues and difficulty in control. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. It's like you could only move you could only like aim in like four directions. You couldn't aim like diagonally. Weird. Especially because they had an like, analog stick. Well, no. Yeah, so you had to, if I remember correctly, you had to be like in the middle of turning. So you basically just had to like turn in a circle and keep shooting like in the circle <laughs> to shoot people who are diagonal. That's the best strategy for shooting things. Just spin around. I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> the game. I'll try spinning. That's a good trick game. Like just de- uh, Emperor Palpatine everything. Let's move on to JD Conspirator. Do you want to read this one? It's a seven and it's yellow. Yellow seven. JD Conspirator. You I ran into this one? Yeah. All right. So... Killzone Liberation is an admirable attempt to turn the series into a top-down shooter. Problems arise when that's, aim- a, that's a big word for someone who doesn't use grammar. Admirable. <laughs> Problems arise when aiming is inconsistent. Did you just read this one? No, but I said aiming is inconsistent because it sucks. Okay. Well, the challenge becomes relentless, like Orgoth. Oh yeah, right. You also had a useless AI partner that you had to rely on. It was that's one of the best part of every game. Dude, how, why do people think this game was good? Escort missions, key finding, terrible aiming, AI partner that is always with you and useless. Like, why Why would people think this game is good? Like, why do reviewers, why does this game have a 77 Metascore? I know that's not great, but it, it, it indicates the game was good, and most of the critic reviews are actually pretty good for it. Maybe the PSP was really in such a shitty situation at this point that they're just like, well, at least it's something. At least it's a game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that sounds like what the, the, the issue was. The, the PSP... <laughs> The biggest issue was it was a game, barely. <laughs> so what do we have to add to the um the list again? Uh, I added American Choppers. Oh yeah, yeah, American Choppers. <laughs> yeah. So next time we're gonna have American Choppers added to the list. Uh, before we go, let's just look at like one more, dude. I I'm surprised that most of the user reviews are surprisingly positive. Yeah. There's no red. There's actually no red user reviews. I know. I know. There's one red uh, critic review. Yeah, and there's there's no red. Uh, oh boy, here's one. Ten out of ten. Oh boy, this game truly rocks. Spelled T R U L L Y. Multiplayer is a killer. Single player is a bomb. <laughs> it's how do you even play multi? How do you? <laughs> this review is from 2012. How do you even play multiplayer in 2012? I doubt the fucking PlayStation Portable will still have multiplayer for a 2006 game in 2012. But I don't know. Maybe. Well, maybe because like the the Vita wasn't out yet, was it in 2012 or was it? I think it was. Why hasn't the Vita had a successor? Oh, wait. Because <laughs> it sold, like, 300 units. I know. <laughs> That's what I don't get. Like, like if you look at the 3DS, like, the graphics are, like, someone's shit on a screen, and you had to look through that little <laughs> microscope. Like, hella pixelated. Um, like, the ri- the aspect ratio is bad. Just, like, it, it's, it's, not, it's not a great-looking console. And then the Vita comes uh-huh. out, and it's like a PS3 or whatever handheld, and it's like, yeah, nah, we'll we'll, we'll take the 3DS. But 
I mean, we're, you you would too because the the Vita just like nobody if nobody fucking cares. There's no games. There's like exactly. Okay, there's an unch- there's an Uncharted game that's worse than the PlayStation Four Uncharted games, and that's about it. <laughs> so let's find out when the PlayStation Vita launched. Uh, yeah, because the 3DS came out in 2011, I believe. Uh, the Wikipedia says that it launched in 2012. Oh, there you go. February. Yeah. You remember the PlayStation, the slider? What the hell was it called? The PlayStation well, Go Plus, P, P, PSP Go. You don't PSP remember that? PSP Go, yeah. I didn't have one. It was like, a, it was like it was a, they made it when those sliding phones were popular. <laughs> they want to play a it game. Was like what, <laughs> it was like 2009-ish, right? Uh, yeah. It was right, right before the iPhone. Yeah, I got an original PSP, um, but only because it was easily hackable. Yes, me too, actually. I traded Yu-Gi-Oh cards for it. <laughs> I, I, traded, I think I, I did too, on. actually. I think I did too. <laughs> Dude, I traded Yu-Gi-Oh cards for my DS as well. <laughs> what did I tra- I think I traded, I traded, uh, the, the thing, the, like the 20, the, the super, like the 2500 attack Dark Lord monster, the one that sucked, that was an ultra rare. Oh, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. And it can only get its effect if your opponent discarded it from your hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one and uh and like I think oh yeah, Sapphire Pegasus, a Crystal Beast <laughs> Sapphire Pegasus. That's what I traded for my PSP. Was it a Dark World Rainbow? Oh no, and a dark dark magician of chaos. And a dark magician of chaos. It was those three. Oh that one. That one was pretty expensive. Maybe not at the time. Uh I think I think total the cards I I gave them were about worth a hundred bucks. Oh, okay. Because Dark Magician of Chaos was like maybe like 30. No, not even. Because Dark Magician of Chaos, I think, was like 30 bucks. Yeah. Sapphire Pegasus was actually like expensive. It was like 30. Oh, time. yeah. I remember that. Good time. And the Dark Mode, Dark Mode was like 15 bucks. So it was maybe like 65 bucks worth of cards. But a PSP was like 200 bucks back then. So yeah. I paid like $65 worth of cards for like a PSP. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, there's no more good user reviews. I'm disappointed. Uh, I thought people would. Oh, wait, wait. Hold up. There's, there are some negative user reviews. Oh. But none of them actually left a comment. <laughs> just like I don't want to waste my time with this shit. I mean, that's a, kind of how I feel. <laughs> exactly. But, so speaking of wasting time, we are we are just past an hour. So are we? I don't care. We want to go longer. We're going to do a two-hour podcast. We got more time. So here's what we're going to talk about next. We're going to talk about uh, catch us next week with another podcast and check the uh, links for our iTunes link. Uh, this other podcast thing where we host it. We don't host them on SoundCloud anymore because they want us to pay money for it, and that's bullshit. Uh, Twitter, really? yep. Twitter, Facebook, Crash Love Gaming on YouTube, um, Twitch, and all that shit is in the description, so check it out. Thank you for listening or watching or both. We will see you next time.